On this week's episode of That's How I Roll, you can expect the word on the street and a drive-by preview of Campy Creatures, the first expansion and second edition. All that and more lies ahead just for you here on That's How I Roll. Buckle up, it's time for That's How I Roll with Jeremiah Isley, a podcast about the games we play and the lives we live. That's How I Roll is presented by Theology of Games. Visit theologyofgames.com for the latest in tabletop gaming, news, reviews, and interviews. And now, here's Jeremiah. Well, I know. I know what you're thinking. You're thinking... Where were you last week? And that is a valid thought and a valid question. And I'll tell you where I was. As we get to the word on the street, this is, um, here's the thing. I am, I, I know the last like two or three episodes, I keep saying, man, life's really busy. Well, I didn't think it could get any busier. And last week it did as I was in the middle of getting ready to tech a show, which is what I'm doing this week. I'm getting, we're getting tomorrow. I'm late recording. We're going to open a show and we are rehearsing that. And so I had a ton of work to do to get that ready to get all the sound design and all the effects and voiceovers and gather lots of music and I'm doing video with this one too. It's just been a very, very intense show. So while I was getting ready to do that, I decided, Hey, I'm going to go to camp with my sixth grade son for three days and be completely off the grid, which was great and amazing. And we're going to talk about some stuff that happened there as sort of part of the real talk part of the word on the street that kind of gets mixed in with that. So before we get to all of that, though, the word on the street also is that, hey, there are contests coming. So this is episode 97 of That's How I Roll. And if you've been listening, you know, I'm super excited about episode 100. It's coming in a few weeks. We're only a few episodes away. Very, very excited. I've been in contact with a few publishers. They're going to provide some very cool prizes Stuff I can't tell you about just yet. We're still working out some details, but the cool thing is, is there will be contests for episode 100. So you definitely don't want to miss that. Stay tuned, subscribe, make sure you're getting the alerts when the episodes come out because you don't want to miss the contests that are coming up. They're going to be awesome. Now, there is still... Uh, a couple episodes or a couple episodes, a couple contests going on. We have the Patreon contest going on. You can still get in on that. We haven't hit 25 patrons yet. So once we hit those 25 patrons, you have a one in 25 shot of winning a copy of Tower of Madness from Smirk and Dagger. But that's not all. If you go to episode 200 of Board Games Daily, we've already done 200 of those and counting. We're still on a roll there. But go over to episode 200 and we've got a contest there. All you have to do is use the voice message feature, like just download the Anchor app, do it. It's super easy. Call in and be a part of the conversation that we started there. The first six people that get in on that will have a chance to win before there were stars. This is another Smirk and Dagger game, but it's from Smirk and Laughter, the other side of Smirk and Dagger. And what we're going to do is simply, once we have six people call in on that, 
we are going to roll a D6 and whoever, whatever number comes up, the number of people that called in uh, and in that order, uh, we will choose that number and we'll send them a copy of Before There Were Stars. It's that easy. A one in six shot and a one in 25 shot of winning some really cool games is up for the taking. So you can do those things by heading over to theologyofgames.com. There's a board games daily tab you can select under the podcast tab or you can click the patreon tab and you'll get details on how to enter and become a part of our patreon community tower of madness the latest from smirk and dagger games will you discover what lies beneath unspeakable horror slip into insanity or bring about the end of the world a three-dimensional clock tower stands 15 inches tall, filled with marbles. 30 otherworldly tentacles push through the tower walls in every direction in this high-tension dice game of Lovecraft-inspired horror. Win your very own copy of Tower of Madness. Head over to theologyofgames.com slash Patreon for full contest rules and how you can enter to win. I was at camp last week. And first of all, if you know a little bit about my background, I've done lots of youth ministry. I've been a part of um, junior high and senior high ministries for over 10 years or so, you know, going back a few years here. And um, so I'm good with kids. Like I'm, I wouldn't say, Hey, I'm good with kids, but I'm like good with that. Like I'm cool. I can get down like, I can handle being around large amounts of, you know, preteens and teenagers, no problem. Well, this was definitely a different feel to being at a camp. It was a lot because it's just sixth grade. So there was a lot more energy. (laughs) There were a lot more, uh, just the maturity level, you know, it's not like, Hey, let's all sit down and just chat. It's, Let's play tag inside this lodge and run up and down the stairs 700 times. I don't know how we have the energy for it, but we're going to do it because we're 12 and that's what we do. Now, it was fine. It was great, but I wanted to talk about something. We played a game, so they would bring us together for for meals and then they would do stuff after dinner. There would be like different activities and games and things like that. We played this game. It's called Dutch Auction. And basically, everybody that was at your table had to bring with them from their bunks, from their bags, whatever they packed, or whatever they found, they had to bring 10 items. So you could uh, you could bring whatever, you know, just random stuff. And you had to do different things. Like they would say, the next item that the judges want to see is whatever. So one of the things that came up was the judges want to see your counselor, so the adult or high schooler at the table with their twin. So we had to make up somebody to be a twin to me. Now, there aren't many bald sixth graders, and there sure aren't many with beards as well. But what we did, what I said, I said, oh, there was a girl that had kind of dark brown hair, and we had a couple stocking caps, you know, like winter caps. And I said, all right, here's what we're going to do. 
We're going to put on these hats. And then you take your hair and kind of tie it around your chin, like with a, a hairband. And, and that'll be your beard. And then we'll be twins. It'll be awesome. It'll be great. And this poor girl, she was very fun. She was very friendly. She was very nice. But she was mortified to try to do this. She did not want to dress up, I guess, as me um, or as a boy. Like, and I, I'm just thinking, hey, great, let's do this. Here, you do this. We'll go up. It'll be funny. It'll be fun. But it took some convincing. It took some talking through and... And finally she did it, but she was so scared to death that somebody would take her picture and that, and I, I don't know. I'm, I'm in my forties now. Like those kind of inhibitions have never really been a thing in my life. And I don't know if it's just because I grew up in theater and on the stage, or if it's because I am totally fine with the nerd side of life and playing games and things like that. So I I just found it really, really interesting. And I never had a chance to really talk with her after the fact of just like, Hey, don't let those things get in your way. You're going to have a lot more fun if you don't take yourself too seriously. Now, I'm not saying like, Hey, let all your inhibitions go and make really bad choices in life. <laughs> that's not what I'm at here, but, uh, I don't know. I wanted to get some thoughts from you. I wanted to throw that out here. Where do your inhibitions lie? And do you think being involved in the geek world and being a gamer, I mean, there's like cosplayers and everything out there that I'm sure are listening. Uh, what did you do to kind of get over that hump? I mean, I trust me, I get it. The 12 year old mind is a different place and at a different time than the 41 year old mind. But, uh, I just, I wanted to throw that out there. Like what got you over that hump? I think for me, it, it was a number of things, you know, obviously I've performed a lot in my life. I, um, and like I said, I, I think that I got over people caring what I, what they think about me or caring what people think about me a long time ago. And, um, I think that served me much, much better uh, as the years have gone on. So there it is. That's today's word on the street. But I want to talk about some campy creatures. So let's get into this drive-by preview. It's a pre, not a re. It's a pre. Here we go. Whoa! Hey, everyone, look. It's time for another drive-by review. All right, so I'm going to give you the lowdown. I, you can, first of all, you can head over theologyofgames.com. I've written up a preview, and Keymaster Games has sent me their little press kit, which has a lot of the cool artwork, the new stuff that's going on with this game. And um, so there's actually two things going on there's a second edition being printed which is going to somewhat change a little bit about the, how the game plays. There's a bigger board with the clashometer on it, so the score track is a little bigger and easier to use. Um, and then I'll tell you about how it works with some location things that are going on in the game now. And there's also the first expansion. So I'm going to tell you kind of the whole layout of what is going on here, what I'm... 
I don't have all the specifics because I think they changed from when I saw the game to what the finalized Kickstarter is. But um, Jennifer from Keymaster Games actually connected with me via Skype and via Tabletop Simulator. And we went through the game and I got to kind of see mechanically how everything works. And I got to see uh, some of the new cards. And then, like I said, she sent me some new artwork. But if you go to theologyofgames.com, you can see the written review and you'll see the cool images. And until November 3rd, 2018... Uh, if you're listening to this in the future, greetings from the past. Uh, <laughs> you can you can go over to Kickstarter and check that out as well. But here's what's new. So first off, there's four new creatures. There's four new monster cards, and they all have a numeric value that corresponds with the base game, which means you can swap them out. So it's interchangeable. Now you've got a total of five different because you have the Demogorgon from the first the base game you have five different monsters that can be swapped in and out. So the variations of everybody's hand, uh, everybody's cards is incredibly increased. It's, it's really, really cool. There's some very cool ones. There's a tarantula, there's a giant robot, and there's the monster who obviously looks like Frankenstein. And there's um, a man-eating plant. So these things, again, I don't have to tell you how awesome the cards look from the first one, but they're awesome, and these match it. The, I'm looking right now at the image of the Frankenstein, the monster one, and it just it just oozes pure, stylized awesomeness. It is so, so cool. They have different powers. They all do different things. They all activate in different ways. It's great. So those are, first off, that's what you get in the expansion. Then um, in the base game, what they're doing, and this is cool too, because if you get the, if you already have the base game and you just get the expansion, they're going to give you the cards necessary to retrofit it so that it'll play with the expansion. You don't have to buy a new second edition copy. If you want to, you could, but uh, it, you don't have to. Uh, but there are now location cards, and some of them are going to come in the first and the new second edition, and some of them are going to come in the expansion. And the location cards are cool because every round you flip one off the top, and it changes the way the game plays. So it may say your negative scores are now positive, or it may say. Uh, different things. I'm trying to remember another example of one off the top of my head, but I don't have the cards in front of me. But basically, it'll affect how you score. It'll affect how you capture mortals. uh, Things like that, where as before, the game just played the same every round. There were no altering effects that kind of came into the game. This definitely has some altering effects, and they're all very, very cool. They all... and None of them that I remember seemed like, whoa, that one's super powerful and it's going to totally flip the game in one way or the other. So that's cool. Uh, The other thing is the Clashometer is bigger. I think I said that before. The new board is bigger. So the new box for the base game is bigger. And also, there are two new mortal types. Now, I'm assuming, I'm just going to say this a little late in the game, that you've already played the game. And if not, if you don't know how the game works... You can go back to episode, I want to say 
57, somewhere in there of That's How I Roll. I do a a review of the first game. I loved it. It's great. It made my top 10 list of last year, so that should tell you something. Now, there are two new mortals, though, and I believe, I don't remember which one goes in which set, but one goes in the new, the second edition and one goes in the, uh, the expansion. And one of them is called The Assistants. And these act basically like pudding in Sushi Go. So pudding in Sushi Go, if you don't know how that works, if you have the most of them at the end of a round, you get a certain amount of points. If you don't have the most, then you lose points. It's kind of that same concept. It's not the exact same scoring, uh, obviously, but that is that's how those cards work. So that's the assistance. You want to have those. But there's the they were called the peasants when we played it, but I think they've changed it to the angry mob. And basically how this one works is if you have one of those cards that you've captured, you score three points. If you have two of those cards at the end of the round, you score five points. And if you have three or more of those cards, then you lose three points. So it's a, it's a little gamble. Like you kind of want to take one. You don't want to be stuck. You, you, you would love to end up with two, but you could end up somebody, you know, pulling an effect that lets them choose cards first and leave you taking that third one, which is then going to impact you negatively. So it's a really cool, I I really, I think that's one of my favorite additions. And I think if my notes are correct, that comes in the expansion. Now, um, the cool thing is, like I said, you have to kind of retrofit the, um, the, the base game. If you don't, get the second edition because now all the mortal, the mortals have these little location icons kind of randomly distributed. So some of them will have one, some of them will have two, some of them have none. And that's how you win those locations. So it's not like, Hey, the location comes out and everybody gets that effect. No, you have to win that location. So capturing mortals that have location icons on them at the end of the round, boom, you won that location. Great. Now your negative score is positive or uh, now you get to, you can add something that happens with the engineers and they become all positive. I forget exactly some of them, uh, but they're, they're cool and you have to win them. You can't just say, oh, that's happening now to the whole game. It doesn't. So that's pretty much the new stuff that happens with this game. Do you have a question for Jeremiah? A topic you'd like to hear him tackle? Just shoot him an email at theologyofgames at gmail.com or tweet at theologyofgames. Typically, I don't like to give a whole lot of thoughts with a preview, but I'm going to. One, the artwork is on point. It's on par with everything that you would expect from a Keymaster game. They, I love the fact that they put such an emphasis on the aesthetics of their games, and it helps. It just it draws you in. And these cards again match seamlessly. It's the same artist. 
they're gorgeous. They're going to be great. I can't wait to see them in like physical real life. Two, this is exactly what I look for in in an expansion. The, the mechanics of the game, how you actually play the game does not change at all. You have a set of cards that matches everybody else's set of cards. Everybody knows exactly who has what. And you are going to play the cards down, face down, reveal them, resolve them, capture a mortal, do it again. That is how the game plays in the, the original version, and this is how it plays after the expansion. What changes is the strategies behind it. Now, you're taking mortals that you may not want to take, but they've got location icons, and they really want to win this location. Or, now you're taking different mortals and there's different ones out there that maybe you're trying to force onto someone else again it the strategies become deeper there's more wrinkles in it there's more of that meta game of trying to track okay they have this car that does this and they're trying to like that whole thinky part of it just got way way ramped up it's really, really good for that. So those are pretty much my thoughts. It's exactly what I want in an expansion. It's well done. And the cool thing is, is this isn't just like them in a vacuum thinking, how can we make it better? They took a lot of feedback from players that said, hey, it'd be cool if there was some variation. It would be cool if there was this or that. And they took that all and they weighed it and they came up with an expansion that really gives you what a lot of people were wanting and it just it gives you more of campy creatures it gives you more replayability it gives you more monsters it just it it's more of a good thing and it it adds depth to the game it's the perfect expansion i really really was impressed by it and i can't wait to see it in in physical form it, they blew the doors off the place with their first day of Kickstarter. So it's happening. It's just a matter of time. So check it out. Like I said, it's on Kickstarter till Saturday, November 3rd. And I did this cool little uh, commercial for it that you can hear right now. Coming soon to a table near you, Campy Creatures, the first expansion and second edition. Compete with all the classic monsters from the first edition, plus four all new creatures. Clash each round as you try to win new location cards. Hello? Is anybody there? And capture new mortals. Walk this way to Kickstarter, now until Saturday, November 3rd, 2018. Campy Creatures, the first expansion and second edition from Keymaster Games. Okay, well, that's it. That's going to do it. I'm so sorry for missing the episode last week. I'm sorry that this one's late this week. Please forgive me. I hope you enjoy it. But don't forget, get out there, share the show, 
tweet at us. Let us know what you think. Are you backing campy creatures? I'd love to know um, what your thoughts are on it. I hope, you know, maybe this helps you make a decision one way or the other on, on backing it. I think it's totally worth backing. I, I'm all for it. I'm going to stop gushing about it. But anyway, so don't forget, we've got contests coming up. Don't forget to check out our Patreon page. There's still that contest going on. And thanks to all the folks who are still backing us and who still patrons. We so, so appreciate that. It is so, so kind. And we are very, very grateful. Uh, don't forget to check us out on social media. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. I would love it if, if we could get more ratings on on iTunes, on Google, on Stitcher, on Spotify, wherever it is you're listening. Those ratings, those reviews, those help us out so, so much. It is I can't tell you how vitally important it is to uh, helping other people find this show that those things happen. And of course, share. Share it out there on your social media, your, your Twitters, your Snapchats, your, uh, your Facebooks, whatever it is you use to share. Sharing is caring. We really, really appreciate it. Okay, I'm going to get out of here. Thanks so much for listening. I appreciate it. Get in on the conversation. Talk. Let's talk about inhibitions and campy creatures. Until next week, though, I'm going to get out of here because, hey, I'm Jeremiah Isley, and that's how I roll. Thanks for rolling with us today. That's How I Roll is produced by Jeremiah Isley and brought to you by Theology of Games. If you liked what you heard today, take a minute to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes. Thanks for tuning in, and drive safe.